2: It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors, brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning and welcome to a brand new day. It is a pleasure to have you back with us for another Saturday morning. Just another uh, kind to of remind you, too, that this program is being recorded on Thursday this week as we uh, play it back for you live here on what should be a beautiful Saturday with temperatures identical to uh, the expectations on Friday, 77 for a high. With uh, lows overnight right at 50 degrees. And boy, you can pretty much lock that in with this high pressure that has uh, got such a grip on us again here in Utah and most of the West, as a matter of fact. Nice to have you, Tim Hughes, in the studio of uh, KSL News Radio at Triad Center in downtown Salt Lake City. Russ Smith is actually on the road today. Bob Grove is also on the road. He's uh, on the back end, the second week of a two week tour that uh, he and his wife Susan are hosting. And so we'll get a full report from him next week. So we'll look forward also to checking in with uh, just Mark Wade on our road trip and segment in the next hour. Navinovskis is uh, on duty today, however, but man, I am uh, envious of the view that you no doubt have sitting in your easy chair.
1: That is so accurate, Tim. It can't be any prettier. The sun, you know, we're doing this about 11 o'clock is just gorgeous on the leaves. Every single tree. is just lovely. The view is epic. You're right. Um, you, you should be envious. This is as good as it gets.
2: <laughs> Taking in uh, the fall color uh, up Weaver Canyon, but uh, you just passed over the Weaver River and said that it looks like it's uh, good for fishing today, anyway.
1: Well, I got it right here to my left, and I can see it, and it's lovely. Um, it's down, which is exactly what you want. It's as good as it gets. This is, people ask me, they go, What's your favorite time of year to fish? And I always say now, whenever that is. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. this is the best time when, when the when the leaves are reflecting on the water with their colors, and the clarity of the water is perfect, and the temperature of the water is perfect. Then, literally every cast,
2: I could be distracted from a good day of fishing with a uh, camera uh, this time of year because uh, every time you turn around, you know the the landscape changes a little bit. I posted some photos that both uh, Park City Resort and Snowbird. Uh, put up on their websites, and uh, the resorts are really putting on a show here, which signals that it can't be long before we make the turn to winter. We hope, anyway.
1: Right, and and that's sort of why we like it. There's, it's kind of like the rumblings of winter coming. The animals are more active, the fish are more active, and the view is epic.
2: There's actually warnings for people that are headed up to take uh, advantage of the fall color because. You know, things like elk and uh, moose are in the uh, rut in in their heat uh, right now. And so uh, you want to stay clear of them because they have other things in mind and you might be in their way. So those warnings are also out there today. Um, Coming up, speaking of uh, the turn toward winter, I wanted to make sure you were going to be on with me today because Allison Palminteri from Ski Utah is going to join us. I think she's actually in New York uh, you know, uh, touting the benefits of skiing in Utah, which is part of what Ski Utah does year-round, not just in this country but around the world. I was uh, actually surprised to see that Raylene uh, Davis was in the office at Ski Utah this week because she's usually somewhere in Europe or even Australia, touting the great skiing in Utah. But Allison's going to join us coming up at uh, seven thirty this morning, so we'll get a little uh, early season snow day. I know how much you love that music.
1: Yes, I do. Almost as much as the skiing.
2: So, uh, And we're going to pick her brain a little bit about what the targeted opening dates are and maybe uh, what she knows about some of the new additions coming to the area resorts. We'll have fish bites with you coming up in the next half hour. Roger Eggett from Bear River Lodge, who, like you today, every day has a fantastic view of the beautiful fall color from Bear River Lodge. And he's been taking some tracks rides out with uh, individuals and with corporate gatherings to uh, take advantage of some of the beauty out there. The uh, Upland game uh, season is right around the corner. And our Upland game coordinator, Heather Heather Talley, is set to join us right after the top of the next hour as well. So we'll look forward to all of that. And I think Mark Wade's actually going to take us to uh, Box Elder County today. So We'll explore some of the things to do in in Box Elder County when we uh, join up with him a little more than an hour away here on uh, KSL Outdoors. I want to talk fishing with you because I don't want to chew up your uh, fish bites time. I know how much you hate that. (laughs) (laughs) But I I ran across a picture, and I wondered if you had heard of this before. I, I looked at the picture of this fish, and I thought, you know, that looks like a smallmouth to me, but it is bright orange. Have you ever seen an orange Large mouth or small mouth bass?
1: No, it, 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 Tim. I'd have to look at it, but my guess is a perch.
2: It's not It's
1: perch. It's not. They say it's a small mouth. That's orange, huh?
2: They, they're saying it's a fairly rare condition. I thought it has it been you know crossbred somewhere with another species. That's not the case. They say there's a rare condition that changes the pigments in fish to bright orange or gold colors. It's called, and I might just butcher this name xanthochromism that makes a smallmouth or largemouth bass really stand out. And there have been not one but two of these caught, uh, a golden smallmouth, and both were caught in Michigan. I'll have to send you the picture.
1: Yeah, absolutely send it. You know, I get a lot of people that they'll catch a, a gold rainbow, right? And they say, look, it's a golden. It's a golden, which is Anchorage's Agua Benita. and. And and that's not what they're doing. They're catching an albino strain of the rainbow, which is very common in Utah because going back to the old Camas fish hatchery, they had a, a, a strain. It's a, obviously, it's a recessive allele that shows up every fourth generation. And because a lot of our fish have their roots in the Camas fish hatchery, we get a lot of them periodically showing up in our you know wild population. Um, because they're remnants of the strain that actually was
2: in the
1: hmm. camasite. It's albinoism. It's essentially a ginger, like me, freckle face.
2: <laughs> well, I'll send you this photo just so you can look at it. Matter of fact, I'll send you the link to the article. Uh, but they're calling it a fish of a million cast, and uh, every year they say they get one or two of these documented somewhere. It just so happens both of them this year were caught in southeast Michigan on a river uh up there the muskegon river is the uh, report from this story so interesting stuff i'd never seen that before i wondered if you had at least heard about it and one-
1: unfortunately i don't get a fish for smallies as much as i'd like
2: to. yeah uh one more fishing note here and i meant to get to this last week we ran out of time but uh, the division of wildlife released uh actually faith uh, jolly sent us a press release. Just uh, touting the fact that the Utah Cutthroat Trout uh, Slam, rather the Cutthroat Slam, had reached 1,000 competitions. Uh, someone completed it on September 12th, uh, making this milestone for the Division of Wildlife Resources. And it's only been out there for what six years? I think it was introduced with uh, the Division and Trout Unlimited back in uh, the spring of 2016. We've talked about it on the show before where it requires people to go out and catch four native cutthroat trout species in their native ranges. Everybody pays 20 bucks for the registration fee to go out and do it, but it's clear that a lot of people are having some fun doing this. And it, Oh, absolutely. And what it's done is it's forced people and I say forced like you'd really have to twist a fisherman's arm, but it's it's sent people to places that they otherwise would never fish to try and complete the slam.
1: Absolutely. It was a brilliant idea. And, again, people ask me, where's my favorite place to fish? And I always say the same thing. I'm I'm in love with the river I've yet to fish. So, for sure, nothing's better than new waters.
2: Well, and listen to this. Th- these are some of the benefits, and this is the reason why the cutthroat slam was put together. I mentioned there's a $20 registration fee that goes to uh, conservation projects. Here are the numbers. Over $78,000 has been raised through uh, the trout restoration since the – or for uh, cutthroat trout restoration since the program began. 22 conservation projects have been completed using the fees. 100 anglers have actually completed the SLAM more than once. 16 is the most times. One individual uh, has completed the SLAM. And residents, this is quite something, residents from 48 states have registered for the SLAM here in Utah. That's brilliant. Yeah.
1: That's brilliant. we look at that Maybe a little over, like, one in six are completing it who register. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. But what a great way to raise some funds for the wildlife.
2: It really is. And I didn't want to go another week without being able to mention that. All right, we've got to take a break. We'll come back. We still have some news of the week uh, to uh, talk about. We'll do that. Follow up to a couple of stories that we told you about not that long ago. So, uh, Nami stand by. That's next here on KSL Outdoors Radio. Nice to have you listening this morning. time for us to get a little news of the week taken care of here and uh, navi will jump back in with me here in just a few minutes we'll be chatting in the next half hour with roger eggett from bear river lodge i'm anxious you know Navi's talking about the uh, view that he has up weber canyon i am uh, curious to see what kind of a view and envious quite frankly of uh, roger eggett's up there at uh, the cabins at bear river lodge i'm sure it's spectacular this week speaking of that they're uh our warnings out there for people that want to go up and wander through some of these and i know there's a lot of people with cameras in hand that are going to do it uh just to uh, take advantage of you know something that comes and goes so quickly here but they said if you're driving through the canyon stay alert watch for wildlife don't speed wildlife especially the moose during this breeding season which is happening now in the next few weeks may be more active this time of year so if you're hiking. Uh, On marked trails or otherwise, if uh, you do spot wildlife, keep a safe distance. Just because an animal lets you approach doesn't mean it's safe to do so. How many viral videos have we seen of that? And particularly, if you're going to be taking your dogs with you on these hikes, make sure you keep them on a leash so they don't chase or harass any wildlife up there. But do get out and take advantage of, uh, you know, why we live here in Utah with the spectacular colors. A couple of things I wanted to make sure we mentioned. If you're a Utah resident, make sure you're ready to apply for the hunt of a lifetime. The first day to apply for the Utah Sportsman Permit is coming up next week. It's October 19th. The Sportsman Permit, of course, can be used in more areas. uh, And these hunts have longer season dates as well. You have to be a Utah resident to apply, but you can apply for as many species as you'd like. Learn more about the permits. I don't want to confuse anybody with the details uh, by going to the Division of Wildlife Resources website, which is just wildlife.utah.gov. Also, uh, they sent a note out from, and I think I got this from Faith Jolly the other day, about some uh, free downloadable maps that are now available. They're pretty excited about them. They call them the Evenza. Uh, maps, and they've got a store that might be just what you're looking for if you're uh, trying to find some uh, Yellowstone cutthroats out there or get a bird's eye view of uh, Utah's big game hunting units. These maps are all available for free on the Avenza app and can be downloaded to your mobile device before heading out into the field so that you can still use them without internet or cell phone service. Know where you're going to be hunting and fishing, even if the in the most remote places here in the state of Utah. You can download the Avenza app in the App Store or Google Play Store, and you can find maps by searching UDWR in the Avenza Map Store. I do understand. I saw somebody uh, who jumped into this conversation online and was saying that they didn't want to have to pay for the app, and there's a fee, evidently. I don't know if it's 19 or 29 bucks, but. Uh, someone chimed in that you don't have to have the app to download the maps but you can find out more information uh, in the app store if you just want to look it up and then this part of our <laughs> this part of our uh, news of the week I think deserves a little different theme music yes a scandal surrounding fat bear week has emerged you may have heard on uh, Utah's morning news earlier this week that the enormous 747 withstood a challenge from 901, a young upstart female uh, who the park, and we're talking about Fair uh, Fat Bear Week up there in Alaska where they have the uh, cameras that you can watch and then you can make a vote for which bear you think happens to be the fattest at the Katmai National Park. Evidently, there were about 700... Let me see if I can find the number here. There were about 700... Votes that came in. In the matchup, 747's tally of 37,940 votes easily outpaced Holly's 30,430. Um, but there was uh, a late <laughs> a late bunch of votes that came in. I- I'm feeling like the January 6th committee here talking about uh, some of the question marks. Somebody hacked into the system or found a way to uh, dump a whole bunch of votes. And it was more than 700. They ended up finding just over 9,000 spam votes, according to the people behind the scenes of this uh, effort. And it's, it's just funny. But anyway, if you get a chance to look it up, look up 747 and uh, Google search Fat Bear Week because that's a big bear. They're estimating 747 is uh, 1,400 pounds. But we do have a winner and a repeat winner. Second time. Two-time crown wearer. Just thought we'd throw that out there as we wrap up uh, news of the week. All right, that's going to do it. We get a news update next on the other side. Looking forward to talking with our buddy Roger Eggett. Of course, Tracks Power Sports and Bear River Lodge sponsor this program each week here on KSL News Radio.
0: Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night.
2: Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do.
0: When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything.